What up, cats? It's Choc Olympia with Choc Olympia Lessons. Hello! <laughs> Happy Friday! Uh, it's been a crazy week. I don't know if you've had a crazy week, but we've made it, kind of. It gets even crazier this weekend for me, so fucking A, what are you going to do? But, um, you know, I decided that I feel like I kind of want to have a theme song in this opener. So, here we go. This song makes me want to dance. Yeah. I don't know. Technically, I probably have to pay them or something to be able to use that as a theme song. Uh, I'll write to them, but I'll give them props or a shout out. Shout out! (laughs) The song is called PT, and it's by Lackham. L-A-K-I-M. I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but uh, I fucking love that song, man. It gets me hyped! Gets me hyped! Uh... Speaking of hyped, I'm on a good one. This week has been really intense, so uh, I'm going to talk about all kinds of things today. And you know what I also decided? I decided that at the beginning of the episode, I'm not going to say the title because I feel like that kind of limits me on what I can talk about and it keeps things shorter than maybe I want to do, you know? So uh, you can read. You'll be able to see what the title says after I'm done recording this when I decide to make it up. But uh, since there's so many different things I want to talk about today, I'm just going to kind of leave it open, you know? It's episode 12, though. Holy fuck. That's exciting. Right? Episode 12? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, um uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I apologize. In the background, you might hear a kid screaming because that's one of my fucking neighbors. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, where can you move where kids aren't allowed in the condos? That would be dope because I'm going to move there. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that I don't like kids. I just don't want to hear them. I don't want to hear your child when I go to Target and I'm going to meditate and chill and just like find shit that I want to find. I don't want to hear your screaming child in the background. I don't want to be at my condo and hear your child screaming at the like play area that's conveniently in front of my condo. That's fun. You know, we that's that's I signed up for that so you know I get it but there's like an influx currently of kids that have moved into well not they didn't move by themselves they obviously have family and parents but um because it's outside I feel like they think that they can just scream bloody murder but we're not at a park like if you're at a park that's kind of a little bit more understandable, right? Like you're still, I feel like you should discipline your kid. Your kid shouldn't just be fucking screaming at the top of their lungs all the goddamn fucking time, right? Like who does that? If I went around and did that, I'd get in trouble. I don't know what I would get. I don't know if you get a ticket for that or if I'd, you know, they'd probably, nowadays they'd probably fucking shoot me. That's what would happen because I'm black, okay? And I'm not even trying to be funny. Uh, That's real shit. Um, But, uh, yeah, when kids do it, it's okay. And I get it. 
express yourself and be free. Yes, all of those things. But there's a time and a place. And you should be at a park if you're going to fucking do that shit. Anyways, (laughs) how many of you did I lose on that one? Too bad. Um, So this week... Here's here's a funny description of what this week has been. It's been really busy. This week was show week for my students. And P.S., they opened last night and they fucking killed it. And if you live in the area that I live in and you are not going to watch the show, you're a fuckface because these kids are busting their ass. This is exactly what rehearsal and busting your ass and putting in the time looks like. These kids, dude, these fucking kids, man, they're so bomb. Like, I'm so proud of them. And I've seen a lot of them grow in the last few years that I've been at this particular school. And it's amazing to see when you put the fucking work in, you guys. When you put the work in, all you get is the 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 progress and you get to see the results and you get to see... And sometimes you can't even see it. Sometimes it just feels like you're doing the same shit, you know? But um, maybe you win an award because your hard work has has been evident. Or maybe you start hearing from people who are watching you more and more that that you're growing and that you're improving and that you're stronger. You get gigs. You get hired for things. Like, it's just so exciting to me because I know how it feels and I know that sometimes you hit a wall and it feels like you're just doing the same shit over and over and over again and it's not getting stronger or it's not showing or whatever but oh my god like I, I I just I if any of those students do actually listen to this podcast and I hope that they do but if not um I do tell them because like I said before in my previous episodes I think it's really important to express how you feel about people and things that you appreciate and growth that you see. And um, I just, I, I want them to know that they killed it. And I couldn't be more proud of the hard work that they've put into this show. And it shows. And um, I'm so excited for everybody to see it. So, okay, that's that's my mama bear moment. So just, you know, earlier I started off complaining about kids yelling outside and then I flipped it on you. I flipped it on you, motherfuckers, because you didn't think that I had that heart of, uh, you know, loving my students like my children, and I fucking do, so eat my ass. <laughs> you don't know me? Okay. It's No Fucks Given Friday, which is a little bit extra of why I'm uh, amped up. And I'm just excited, y'all. You know, when you just have that energy, there's a lot going on. I'm just excited. I'm excited for my students putting on a good fucking show again tonight and tomorrow. I'm excited for possibilities that are opening up. I'm excited for emails, responses that I get back. I'm excited. There's just good shit happening. And I'm trying to focus on the good shit and not focus on the bad shit. You know, there's if anyone says that there's never bad shit, they're lying. There's always going to be bad shit. But again, you can't really label things as good or bad, right? Because I feel like once you start doing that, it can can get dangerous. Um, Not everything that seems negative is negative in the out, in the, in the, the actual outcome of everything. You know, and we, we're not 
necessarily seeing the biggest picture yet and sometimes we might not see the bigger picture but hopefully at one point you will and a lot of times the things that I've found that I thought were or was good news or even was bad news I'm, I'm doing quotes you can't see me so I don't know why I'm still doing them but that's why my voice changes when I say it like that <laughs> but those things sometimes weren't always what they appeared to be and that's really good. And so now I can't really say good because if good isn't good, then um, that's really fortunate. Let's say that. Because if it's good and it ends up being good, amazing. If it's bad and it ends up being good, amazing. If it's bad and ends up being good, or did I say that already? Or if it's good and ends up being bad, amazing. Because all of the shit is going to teach you something anyway. You know what I mean? And as someone who's seen all aspects and you know I'm not saying that I've seen everything in life but I've seen a lot and um, I can tell you that even when you feel like you're at your most bottom bottom that it gets better and I know that when you're in like if you're in your bottom right now and you're listening to this that sounds really bad you know what I mean if you're at your bottom if you're at your bottom level and you're listening to this right now and you're just like, nothing's going to get better. It's not going to get better. I don't see how it can get better. Trust me, it can and it will. It just takes time. And that's the hard part because, you, of course, you don't want to hang out at the bottom. Who wants to fucking hang out at the bottom? Nobody. But when you spend time at the bottom, you appreciate the top so much more. And that sounds so fucking cheesy. And if I was at my bottom right now, I probably want to drop kick me in the face <laughs> when I heard that but but hear me out because it always gets better and I know that it doesn't always seem like that but it does and um trust me I've been in moments where I'm like you, you know you just maybe want to wallow in it because you're like well fuck this and this is shit and I'm busting my ass and nothing's changing and da 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 but when you stay in that for too long well, one, why would you want to stay in that? That's not fun. That's not fun. You're not fun to be around. It just breeds more negative energy. When I have moments like that, I try to just really keep it to a minimum. And I'll seclude myself. I don't want to hang out with anyone. I don't want to see anybody when I'm in that state because I, I, I need to just live through it. You know what I mean? So I'll have moments where that might be what I'm feeling. And you can't deny your feelings because feelings are feelings. If you deny your feelings, you end up being a fucking psychopath who locks people up in their basement and tells them to put lotion on the skin. You know what I'm saying? So you have to, not everybody's going to have butterflies and rainbows coming out of their asses all day long. And if you do, again, I feel like you're the type of person who probably will lock people up in your basement and tell them to rub lotion on the skin. So you got to find that happy medium. <laughs> but if you're feeling like shit, let yourself feel like shit. But don't stay there for too long. Like you, you, and don't let it seep into other areas of your life, you know? Like just do a – what is it? Like when you're when – you're, um, if you're a zombie, they like contain you. It's like containment. Is that what it's called? I don't remember. But uh, – I'll let myself read books or listen to podcasts or watch a movie. I'll get out of my funk and then I'm good, you know? That's healthy to do. Journal about it. 
Talk to someone that's close to you. Go see a fucking therapist if you have to, whatever, to help you get out of the funk, you know? I don't think enough people take the time to to wallow through it in a short period of time. You know what I mean? So like everyone's going to take an L at some point in their life. And if you're maybe not a sports person or you're not urban, you maybe don't know what I'm talking about when I say take an L. I mean taking a loss, you know? And sometimes it's going to feel like you're taking a fucking L over and over and over again or back to back to back. And sometimes that's the truth. Sometimes that's how it is. But you can't be too like you can't stay too low in that. And then on the opposite side, you can't stay too high either. Because what happens if you stay too high all the time, you're like walking around thinking you're the shit and your farts don't stink and you can just do whatever the fuck you want and you're better than everybody else. You get knocked the fuck down from that shit, that's for sure. So you can't be up there too long either you know like you you have to find that happy medium be confident and know that you're worthy without being egotistical and on the opposite side of it without being too hard on yourself if you do take an L take a moment if you do take an L like I said journal talk to a friend watch a movie, pet your dog, hug your dog, do something that's going to make you feel better because everyone takes L's. And people who are really working hard are taking L's constantly. But you know the people that I appreciate the most, the people that I think, the people that I admire the most are the ones who take L's and you don't even know that they took L's. Like it maybe seems like they are always winning. But nobody's always winning. That's the thing. Like, they may not talk about it all the time. And there are definitely people who always talk about their losses, you know? And you're like, oh, no. Here comes Debbie Downer. Come to talk about her L's, you know? We all take them. What you do with that is what makes you who you are. And for me, the people that I admire and look up to the most are the ones who... who who take their L's and they deal with them, you know? Like, I think that the reason why I appreciate the dance world so much and why, I mean, it's always just been a part of my life, but why I I like working with dancers so much, and it doesn't even have to be dancers. It can be anyone who's ever been on some type of team or has had to put in work rehearsal-wise, practice-wise, whatever, on top of their regular life. And why I like those people so much is because they understand the sacrifice. There's a fucking sacrifice that comes from being on a team or being in a show or being on a a competitive league, whatever the fuck it is, there is that sacrifice. And that sacrifice a lot of times is just hanging out. Sometimes it's sleep. Sometimes it's being able to have relationships. Sometimes it's traveling. Sometimes it's taking a vacation, right? Like those people, they're, because they love whatever it is they're doing so much, their focus is on that and their reward comes from that. And so I really dig and fuck with dancers because they get that hard work and that sacrifice and there's no complaining. And maybe, see, it's weird because dancers complain in a different way. Like, we're really hard on ourselves 
and we might vent to each other, but if the director tells you a note, you fix it, whether you like it or not, because that's your job. And the dancers who take the note and fix it and make it happen, those are the ones that get the most work, the ones who are who are easy to work with because they are um, moldable. That's not the word I want. Moldable? <laughs> you can mold them? <laughs> what the fuck is the word I'm thinking of? You know what I mean, though, right? Um, as opposed to the people who are like, well, no, uh, I don't agree with that note because da 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 or here's an excuse because blah, 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 blah. Like, those are the people who don't get worked with a lot of the times or don't get hired again after the initial hiring. And that that's across the board. That's not just dance. That's everything. Um, as someone who's had a business and has employed people, um, you can tell. You can tell by their receptibility. I'm assuming that's a word. I think that's a word. How receptive someone is to feedback or um, criticism. How quickly they apply that note as well. That's another thing that's really important. You know, So these are all things that not only does it make you more hireable, but it also helps you in life. And, you know, I joke around because I, I did the podcast episode about being an honor graduate at Barbizon. But I really learned a lot. And I really wish that more people did some type of, of um, training like that. And I know this used to be something a long time ago that was like, normal like you would go to cotillion classes and you would learn how to be polite and how to have conversations with people and how to um, put you know basic outfits together and how to do a basic dance with someone like those are all things that's so old school but and you know that's before my time but I used to hear my parents talk about their cotillion classes so I wish we had that now because I fucking swear, dude, if one more person comes up to me and just stand, like stands next to me and stares at my ear and doesn't say hi or how are you before they go into what the fuck they need from me, I'm going to fucking, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to flip the fuck out because that is the weirdest shit. Like if you have a question for someone, approach them with a hi or how are you today, or some type of greeting, right? Before you just run up on them and say, this is what I need, da 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 can you give me this? It is the weirdest thing. And I blame the parents, sorry. <laughs> because y'all need to have those conversations with your kids. So. Back to what I was talking about with taking L's. And what I really like about um, dancers and people who are on sports teams is most of the time, and there's always exceptions, right? But most of the time, you learn how to take losses with grace. And of course, when you take an L, especially if it's, if it's blindsiding you, you're going to be pissed off or you're going to be upset. Right, but um, 
how you handle it is really important too because it's just important how you handle how you handle yourself when things don't go your way is extremely important and it's a big indicator of how you are as a person when i was on america's got talent there was this girl so i danced for a burlesque troupe and we were on america's got talent we were in the semifinals it was an amazing experience um first the first time we got to vegas if you know the show at all then you know what i'm talking about if you don't i'm not going to explain it because it takes too fucking long but um we got to the vegas audition and we didn't make it we got cut and that was a bummer but i also at the same time was just starting graduate school and had just opened my studio so i was like well it's a bummer but i got shit to do <laughs> um i wish it would have worked but let's carry on yeah and you know not everybody reacted that same way because not everybody's in the same place doing you know whatever the fuck they're doing with their lives so um there was this one singer, and I can't remember her name. It doesn't matter now. But and, and if you watch the show, then I think I think they did have a a blurb of her reaction because it was so extra, and um, it was embarrassing to see. And and sure, it was it was her genuine reaction, maybe, or maybe she was doing it for TV because it's reality television and the more extra you are, the more airtime you get, right? Um, so she didn't make it, and she went off. She was like, I don't know what you guys are thinking. I'm the best singer here. Y'all made a mistake, blah, 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 blah. And she's crying the whole time, yelling, right? And I'm, we're all just looking at her like, whoa. First of all, even if you are bomb, if you say shit like that when you get kicked off of something, mm, it doesn't look so good, you know? Like, you could be the best singer or the best dancer or whatever, and if you get kicked off of something, like, you don't make it to another part of an audition and you leave like that, you need to calm your ass down. Like, no. It's embarrassing. So... <laughs> These are things that you learn when you go to Barbizon, right? Or if you're just on a competition team, you learn that shit. In sports, I don't know. I was never really on a sports team, so I'm sure it's different. Like, But even if you watch the NFL, well, every once in a while you'll have a genius football player who decides to say something really intelligent on the microphone during an interview after the game. But most of the time especially the quarterbacks, right? Because you have to be, you're the representative of the team. You have to be well-spoken. And most of the time when the quarterbacks are interviewed after a game, if they lost, they're able to handle themselves. And they express, you know, that they're bummed out. And, you know, of course they would want to win the Super Bowl or whatever, and, and that's that. We're going to work harder next year. And that's really all you can do. All you can do is focus on how you're going to work harder or how you're going to take that feedback and change it 
or alter it so that the same result doesn't happen again. But if you pop off, it looks so bad. Not only does it look bad, but um, that was my stomach, by the way. If you could hear that sound, that was not me farting during my podcast. (laughs) I don't know if that came out on the audio, but that was my stomach, okay? Uh, I just ate, which I shouldn't have done right before recording this. But you know what? You gotta you gotta make shit fit where it needs to fit in, okay? Okay, I got shit to do. So, um, so yeah, uh, that whole reaction and what you focus on is extremely important. Like, be gracious. Gracious? Yeah. Why am I thinking it's pronounced a different way? I don't know. I'm having a hard time today for some reason. Be gracious. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Wow. So just think about how, like, and, you know, it happens in all different areas. It's not just an audition. It's not just a job you didn't get. It's uh, a relationship that didn't survive. It's, you know maybe reacting to a text message message a text message that someone sent you <laughs> um but yeah grace is i feel like i feel like you can learn grace but also it's it's just being a human being it's being conscientious of your surroundings you know um so i just remember seeing that girl go off she was going off on the judges and she was like, I'm the best one here and y'all made a mistake not having me come back to the next show, blah, blah. And I was just like, wow, you really think highly of yourself, which is fine. Think highly of yourself, but don't be a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's my, like I said, all of these are my opinion. Not everybody's going to agree with me. And I don't fucking care. You create a podcast then, and then you create your fucking views on your podcast, and then see if everybody fucking agrees with you. Here's the thing. You have to do what you want for your life. You know what I mean? Um, But if you want the best results, (laughs) or if you want to be successful, or if you want to be viable, then, um, you know, you have to... Pay attention to fucking societal cues, man. Yeah, I mean, just read one manners book. Or, I mean, I, I wish there was a documentary on it. There probably is. There should be something on Netflix. But, um, anyway, I digress. So, you know, some days you're going to have weeks. Some days you're going to have weeks. Some weeks, you're going to have days (laughs) where you feel like you're taking a loss constantly. You're taking an L constantly. But it's about being gracious during those and focusing on the feedback. Now, not all feedback feels good, you know? But... There's always something to be taken from it or to be learned. And you have to always speak your truth. If if the person that's giving you feedback, you know, you have to take into consideration who that person is. If it's just some random who if it's some random troll who you don't know and is talking out of their ass, eh, maybe not the best source, you know? Uh 
But if it's someone you work with, someone you work for, a loved one, whatever, then it might be, again, depending on your relationship with that person, valid to take into consideration what the feedback is. Um, There are weeks where you're just trying to like live you know you're just trying to survive you're just trying to make it um something happened the other day that made me laugh so hard and it just (laughs) i wish there was a video of it i wish someone else had seen it of course no one else was there so i have to share it on my podcast because i can't be the only one that gets a laugh out of it but i dude it was so funny so um i was in the grocery store and you know how like the salad boxes are stacked tall right and if you take one because of the plastic device the next one scoots forward so i don't know if it was the angle of which i pulled the first one out but i pulled the first one out and like eight of them shot out into my face and then into the aisle where i was and it was like I pulled one and it was like thunk, 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 thunk. <laughs> and I looked and I was like oh my god and nobody was there and I was like ah oh, fuck but there are definitely weeks you know where you feel like that's happening um so of course there were salad boxes everywhere so I had to put them back one by one because I'm not an asshole and I did it So I put them back one by one where you have to stick, you have to push the plastic thing in and then put the next one and then push that back and then the next one and push it back and put the next one in that. And that was like eight times. (laughs) And I was like, dude, I wish that was on film somewhere because that was hilarious. It was like a cartoon, cartoon moment. But in those days or in those weeks where it feels like you're having days like that back to back, you just have to laugh, you know? Because if you take it too seriously, you're going to get mad, you're going to fucking get an ulcer, you'll get stressed out. Like, you just have to laugh at it, bro. I just, sometimes I just laugh, like, at how silly it all is. And how if I was, you know, years ago, I might have just gotten really mad about it and been like, God damn it, fucking salad, get you, you know, but that, what does that do? That does nothing but gives me cancer. And I'm not, I'm not trying to have cancer. I'm not trying to have cancer over stressing out over stupid shit, which is why my fucking block finger trigger button is quick as fuck and why I'm quick to not have people in my life who don't need to be there and why I'm selective with my circle (laughs) and why I try to laugh at the stupid shit because it's not worth it. Like, it's just not. So, yeah, I put the salad back in the holders and then I laughed my ass off and then I went about my shopping business. So, you know, it's kind of like taking an L. You take the L, it sucks for a moment. You have a moment. If you have a moment, maybe you cry, maybe you get mad, but do it in private. You know what I mean? Because at least you're experiencing it and letting yourself go through it, but you're not doing it and exposing that energy to everybody else, you know? Um, there's an awesome book and I don't know if you guys even remember, this is really embarrassing, but I used to watch The Hills. (laughs) Ah! 
<laughs> oh, yeah. So what? I watched The Hills. Okay. And you know what I liked about The Hills? I liked that it was focusing on girls who were trying to get their lives, even though they had stupid shit going on in between. Um, I really liked it for the fashion aspect. That's that's usually why I watch stupid shows like that. It's because of the fashion or because I like the decor. Um so the Hills had a portion of the show where Lauren goes to New York and she starts working for um, Kelly Catrone, who I think is a fucking badass bitch. And a lot of people think she's mean. I think she's just straightforward. And um, most people can't handle straightforward. I would rather have someone be upfront and straightforward with me than to cut around fucking bushes or be fucking fake as fuck to me I can't fucking stand fake at all like I don't even tolerate fake I'm just not into it some people like fake that's up to you not me I'd rather have someone who seems mean tell me what it is and you know of course tone is important like if you're just being a a twat then yeah don't be a twat right but Sometimes there's no time to make everybody feel like sugar and then rub their backs and make them a sandwich and then tell them what they need to work on, you know? Sometimes there's not fucking time for that. So I appreciate Kelly Catron. She wrote a book. It's called If You Need to Cry, Go Outside. And I think that's a really important message. (laughs) And people sometimes think that it's really mean. Look, nobody wants to be around you if you're crying about something that you fucked up. Sorry. Now, that sounds really that sounds really mean and it sounds really um, like I don't have a heart. But here's what I mean. Say you take an L, right? That sucks. You deal with your L, how you need to deal with it. And then when you come back, you're refreshed, you're ready to go. You know, Um, it's unproductive to have someone in an office or someone in a show or someone in whatever on a team who's crying because of their L while they're trying to do what they're supposed to do. Take the day off, put the alternate in, whatever it is that needs to happen, handle your shit and then come back ready to go for it. Now, I know that sounds really insensitive, but it's not. It's giving you time to work on whatever it is you need to work through. Because if it's a big corporation, we can't have people crying in an office because that doesn't get stuff done. But what gets stuff done is if that person who's crying in the office can go home and cry or go into the office and cry. Get it all out. Get it all the fuck out. If that takes a day, whatever. You're not going to get paid for that, but... Put someone else in who can and who wants to, and then nothing slows down. You know what I mean? (sighs) Some people are going to take that the wrong fucking way, but then you're not my people. And I don't feel bad about that. Because that's business, if you're doing business. Um, Yeah, I mean, I get it. You don't have to be a cold-hearted bitch. Don't be a cold-hearted bitch. Don't be a fake-ass bitch. But if you need to cry, go go home, go in the bathroom, whatever. Like, just handle, handle it. I'm not saying you can't have feelings. 
have feelings. Again, like I said, have feelings, experience all your feelings, because if you don't, that's how you're going to end up being that fucking psychopath who locks people up in the basement and tells them to put lotion on the skin. So you have to experience all of your feelings, but you can't experience your feelings when you're trying to get shit done because that doesn't help you unless that's your driving creative force, right? I'm sure Beyonce, when she was getting cheated on by the ugly motherfucker, I'm sure that she was crying while she wrote some songs. And I'm sure while she was filming the videos, she had like real tears. And you can hear in one of her songs, she gets fucking choked up, but she sings through it. And that's why she's so fucking badass. And that's why that album is so fucking rad. And why all of the shit that she produces in that whole lemonade concept is amazing because it came from her feelings, but she didn't let it slow her down. That's what fueled that whole thing. I love Beyonce, if you couldn't tell by that whole emotional outburst. Um, I wouldn't stick around if it was me, but, you know, to each their own. I can't judge anybody on what their their shit is. Everybody does what they need to for their lives, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I just, there'd be too much resentment, and there's, yeah. And I, I, I kind of wish, and this is um, going into a whole nother topic, but I do wish that we had more role models of women who followed what they preached. And everything that I talk about on this podcast, I, if I'm talking about it, I've experienced it. I'm not going to just be on this soapbox and pull shit out of my ass about things that I've never gone through and try to give people advice on that because that doesn't make any sense, okay? So hear me when I say that. When I say that I'm talking from experience, I am. So for me, I wouldn't have stuck around. If, it, if I was Beyonce or if I was Cardi B, bye. And I don't have Beyonce money. <laughs> I don't have... Cardi B money? Um, yeah, she's got money now because of her, all of her shit, right? I like how I thought about it. Like, I might have money like Cardi B. <laughs> Maybe soon, right? But I was never a stripper and I don't have, you know, albums that are on the radio and I'm not at Coachella performing. So, yeah, no. Um, I don't have Cardi B money. Affirmative. <laughs> but... That's even more of a reason why they shouldn't stick around, you know? Why are you sticking around? If I can make it, and I'm doing amazing now, and I fucking love it, why would you stick around? But, you know, that's, like I said, every, to each their own. To each their own. I'll, I'll never understand why Beyonce stays with Jay-Z, but, you know, I'm also not in their relationship, so that's not for me to judge. Um, but she could for sure be on her own and be fine. So I don't know what that's all about. Maybe she just is really into, uh, being the richest couple in the world. I don't know. And don't come for me, Beyonce. You know, I love you. (laughs) Um, anyways. So yeah. Taking L's with grace. What else? Taking 
feedback, taking your positive feedback, hopefully it's positive, even if it's negative, just trying to find the positive in it. It's hard sometimes. People, people sometimes don't really know how to phrase things in a positive criticism way. But at least just take the criticism. Um, If it's, again, from a valid source, right? If it's from a trusted source or someone that you are working with that you like or want to work with or continue to work with, then of course, yeah, take that as valid constructive criticism. Um, And feel your feelings, but don't expose them to everybody, you know? Like, don't, don't take to social media to vent about your L. Well, you know, you can in a way that maybe helps other people if they're experiencing an L. But if you have beef with somebody, don't take it out on social media. That's weird. It's weird and it's embarrassing. And it's like exposing everybody to your funk. And we don't want to know. Some people do because they're fucking nosy and they're not really your friends. But, um, you know, work it out on your own. Work out, work your shit out. Work through your shit. That's it. I feel like I'm all over the place with this particular episode, but there's a lot of stuff that I wanted to just kind of bring up and share. And um, maybe if anyone's having moments where they feel like they're, just not getting better or they feel like they're at the their bottom and they're not going to get up higher to the top or maybe they're just feeling lost or um, like they don't really know how to move forward. I really think that that journaling or reading a book that's geared towards the subject that you're interested in. Listening to podcasts is so helpful. Even if it's just a funny podcast that makes you laugh and makes you forget how bummed out you are at the time, you know? Hang out with people who love you. Like, really love you. Like, hang out with people who really know you and and have your back and want you to be better. Not that fake fucking shit. I hate that fake fucking shit, man. If there's one thing I hate more than anything in the world, it's fake fucking shit. Maybe that's why I'm so fucking raw and just like to the point of, you know, it just seems so, so real. I don't know. I have people tell me a lot of times that they appreciate how real I am, which is great. I'm glad that somebody appreciates it because... I know there's definitely people who don't because they've told me, but I don't give a fuck because they're not my friends, so suck a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right, well, I think I'm going to cut it at that, you guys. I hope that that gave insight. I don't know. I feel like maybe I was just talking out of my ass for 45 minutes, but um, I'm trying to figure out why this podcast isn't showing up on Stitcher. That's that's my favorite place to listen to podcasts because it will pause where I pause and I'm always running around. So it's nice to be able to pick up where I started. Um, when I listen back on Anchor, sometimes it saves where I was and sometimes it doesn't. So 
let me know if you're experiencing that with Anchor or if it does take off where you left off or pick up where you left off. You can email me at bosslady at chocolympia.com. It's also in my um, description of the podcast. But yeah, like me on Facebook at The Real Chocolympia. You can follow me on Twitter at Chocolympia. You can follow me on Instagram at Chocolympia. You can, ooh, leave me a rating or a review on i iPodcast. You can go to iTunes. Go to iTunes and leave a rating for me. Please! Because this shit's free. And I want more people to listen to it. And then eventually I want people to pay me so that I can do ads on here. And then uh, I can have Cardi B money. (laughs) And then eventually Beyonce money, but without Jay-Z. Because fuck (laughs) Jay-Z. JK. I like like one of his songs, but he's a piece of shit. Anyway, but I do appreciate his business savvy. But other than that, he's a piece of shit. Anyways, thanks so much for listening. I will talk to you guys later. Have a great rest of your week and weekend. And if you're in the San Diego area, go and watch. My dancers perform this weekend. I've posted it on my Instagram page. Okay, bye.